Pasta Jeff, you bad motherfucker. Oh shit, Rasta Jeff in the house. Greetings from Podcastville. This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by my friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com offers seeds from all of the industry's leading breeders, including TH Seeds, Swamp Boys Genetics, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by an award-winning satisfaction guarantee, and for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out to save a few bucks. Once again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. Let's do this. Here we go. Welcome to the show, Podcast World. I'm your host. My friends call me Rasta Jeff. This is episode 707 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about breeding. Before we get to that part of the show, let's do a few shout outs to a few of those great folks who continue to support the show on Patreon. Let's kick it off with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to Pack Northwest Dan. Let's send a thank you shout out to Levity Love Day and Jessica K. Let's send a thank you shout out to Rut Row and Ivan M. I want to send a thank you shout out to Single T and Canner Reaper 413. Let's send a big fist bump and a sidekick to Choke Norris. I want to send a thank you shout out to Thomas M and Rasufa. Let's send a thank you shout out to Captain Mojo and the Larf Knight Rises. I want to send a thank you shout out to 716 Grows. Then let's wrap it all up with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to Green County Grower 417. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need will be right there on the screen. And you know, I do include a link in the show notes and in the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends. All right, I don't want to ramble too much here at the start of the show. Uh, recently, I was on my Instagram live feed. That's right, every Monday, I do an Instagram live at 7.10 p.m. Mountain Time. I'm in Colorado. I'm dealing with the Mountain Time Zone. So every Monday, 7.10 p.m. Mountain Time, I do an Instagram live. I'm on my Instagram account, Irie underscore genetics. That is me on Instagram, Irie underscore genetics. Uh, I use that one for the live feed. There is a podcast uh, Instagram, it is the Grow From Your Heart podcast. I don't post enough there. I try, but I don't. Irie underscore genetics on Instagram. I do an Instagram live show every Monday. On a recent live show, we started talking about labeling and going deeper into labeling. And somebody asked me the question about F1s. And then they asked me the question about what does V mean? Somebody noted that the letter V was on a seed pack. Recently, we talked about the BX. We talked about F1. We talked about S. Now we are going to talk about V, and we're going to lead that into further breeding down the line. We're going to talk about parallel breeding in this episode. So let's start the conversation off talking about V. If you buy a package of seeds and it's got the letter V marked on there somewhere, that can be very confusing. What does the letter V mean? I did not see the package that my friend was talking about. I'm not exactly sure, but I have a good idea 
of exactly the breeder, probably the line of seeds that it came from, so I can give a good example of what I expect and I assume this V means. The V means it is version. So let's just say hypothetically that I made a rise F2s and the uh, there were different phenotypes that I liked. I would run a bunch of seeds and I would label them uh, probably number one through 25 or one through 100, or maybe they would be letters, A through Z. Just kind of depends on how I'm feeling when I label, make the labels that day. In this case, we're going to say they were labeled numbers uh, one through 25, and then I'm going to grow those out. I may find two that I really like that have two totally distinct uh, traits, features, uh, two different phenotypes that really, uh, they're both keepers in totally different ways. So I may work more with those plants in the future. And to indicate that uh, I chose, uh, maybe I got an arise plant that was super sticky and super potent. And then maybe I got another arise plant that tastes really good and grows really fast. I would indicate those by saying like version A and version B. And then on the website, I would go and indicate very clearly the differences between version A and version B. Uh, so I think the V just means version. It's either uh, version A or version B, possibly version 2.0 is something I've also seen. The way that I have indicated that is I've just simply given the plants different numbers. You may see a rise F2 number four, a rise F2 number eight. There's a rise F2 uh, letter E. That is the way I did it. Those are different selections of the arise phenotypes that I chose to continue breeding with. That is all that indicates is a V4 version. All right, I am back after a quick technical adjustment. I hope you didn't notice. Through the magic of editing, you will not notice a thing. Let's stay on track here. I talked about versions. I did say I was going to talk about uh, polyhybrids, F1s, and breeding parallel lines. I'm going to try to unravel that ball. Here we go. Oftentimes in the show, I talk about F1s. And F1 is known as when we take two plants and cross them together for the first time. If I take plant A that doesn't even need a name and plant B and I breed them together, the seeds that come from that, that's called the progeny. That is an F1. That is the first filial generation. Now, my friend F1 Pete, his head just completely exploded because unless we've done some uh, work before that or some very careful selection, that is not really an F1. It could be labeled an F1. Technically, what we just made is a polyhybrid. We're just pollen chucking. We're just grabbing plant A, plant B, putting them in a room because uh, that one was called something cookies and that was called something cake. And I think that something cookies and something cake would be a cool fucking strain name that will sell me a lot of seeds. So I put them in a room and I let them fuck. And now I got a bunch of seeds and those are just polyhybrid hype seeds. If you're into polyhybrids, there's nothing wrong with that. If you've done, if that's what you want, that's your thing. But that is not an F1. Let's talk about what would make an F1 and what the difference is between a polyhybrid and an F1. The main word is um, breeding two. The main thing is breeding two heterozygous plants together to create an F1. If you're taking something that's really uh, OG Kush dominant and a lot of Kush on this side and a lot of Kush on this side, you're just kind of pollen chucking and putting Kush and other ingredients together. Let's do some work, do some building blocks. Let's talk about how to do this. And this will also take us back to the versions. So the main, when I'm breeding, one of the things I really look for is breeding plants that are different. Why would I want to take uh, two strawberries and make strawberries together and get double strawberries? That doesn't make any sense to me. I want to take strawberries and blueberries or strawberries and chocolate or strawberries and not even bananas because that's too cliche. How about strawberries and garlic? Let's just fuck it all up. Let's do things weird and breed that and try to complement both plants and see what they both do. Also, that helps us get to that F1 stage. So 
Uh, in my example, again, I'm going to go back to making a rise. We're going to work with a golden goat female, and we're going to focus on a daybreaker male. That's where we're going to go. I'm going to flower them out, and I'm going to get pollen from the daybreaker. I'm going to put the pollen on the golden goat female. I have now made a rise F1. That is a real thing that I've done. I've called that a rise F1. That could be debatably an F1, debatably. You could debate it if you want to also. That may not be a true F1. It may be. Um, those plants were so far apart, I think, in appearance, in genetics, and everything that I think I made an F1. Maybe people would argue that, and I would accept your argument. Um, they could be a polyhybrid, if you want to call it that. Let's talk about what I could do to further turn this plant into a true F1 if we want to really fit that label that our friend FP, F1 Pete would like to see this plant fall into. Shout out to my friend F1 Pete. You're a very inspiring, uh, very knowledgeable dude, and you did inspire a lot of this, and I learned a lot from you, brother, so thank you. Let's keep going. So I've got my first Arise F1 or my polyhybrid stash of seeds. From there, I'm going to find a male. Let's go back to talking about the versions. This is where the versions are going to come in. Let me keep myself on track. From there, I'm going to grow them out. And I'm going to find traits that I really enjoy. This is just what you do when you get seeds, uh, a batch of new seeds. You grow them. You look for the traits. What are these new, uh, what, are this, what does the progeny express? You grow as many as you can. And through that population, you take a lot of notes and you say, this is a common trait. This is a common trait. This is really common. 25% of the plants show me this. 25% show me this. 50% of the plants show me this. 10% of the plants did this weird shit over here. 10% of the plants did this amazing thing over here. Take a lot of notes and see what you have created. Put that plant in different environments. Stress it out. Run it as many times as you can. See what you can do with this plant, how it reacts to different things. Then, then if you really want to go further, find uh, there are going to be two different traits that you like, two different plants that you're looking for. I'm going to pick two very specific traits once again. We're going to say on this side, we have found a plant that is super potent. Every time we smoke it, I said this before, your brain flies out of your head. You got fireworks going off every time. We're going to stick with a super potent plant on this side. On the other side, I'm going to stick with something we all enjoy, terps, flavor. Whatever your favorite flavor is, that is on this side. So I've got one line of plants that are nothing but potency and one breeding project that is nothing but flavor. An easy way to achieve this, one way we can do this, is to use the same male or two different males. If you found two males that you really like, you want to run two totally different breeding projects, that is acceptable. That's a great way to do this. You can run one male or two males. This will work however you want. As long as you have found the plants that meet the criteria and reach the goals you were looking for, uh, you can do two different males or the same male. That won't make a difference uh, in my opinion. So what we're going to do, we're going to find that female, super potent, find another female, super flavor, then we're going to pollinate them with our male of choice. It's either, it's got to be the same filial generation is the most important part here. It could be the same male, uh, could be two, two different males, as long as they came from the same batch of seeds. So now we are going to find that perfect male, uh, that perfect, perfect male, if it's one or two, find our perfect females. We've got our female A and female B. Now we're going to pollinate. At this point, we have made two separate batches of F2 seeds. We have made F2 batch A and F2 batch B. You can do this at separate times. If you've got, uh, if you're doing different males, you might want to do it in separate rooms at different times, so you don't cross pollinate. If you're using one male, you can do this in one room. You can pollinate plant A and plant B as long as you don't mix up the seeds when you're done. That will work out beautifully. So what you would do, what I would do, uh, you've made the F1 or the polyhybrid generation. 
find a solid male. In this case, I found King Solomon. Then I would find a female, nothing but potency, a female over here, nothing but terps. I keep saying nothing but. Uh, that's wrong. I shouldn't be saying it that way. We want structure, vigor, uh, pathogen, pathogen resistance, bug resistance, uh, all of the other things you desire in a plant that you're going to breed to. It needs that. But also let's focus. 90% of your focus is going to be on the trichomes, on the potency over here. I don't know about 90. I'm exaggerating that. That's hyperbole. Most of our focus, we're breeding mostly for potency over here. The other side breeding mostly for flavor. So you're going to get your, uh, you're going to select that. You're going to have your male. Then I would take that male and pollinate both of those. Now I have now made the F2, or I guess it's the F2, but not really the true F2 working toward our real F1 is where we're headed. We'll get to that. So I'm going to make new seeds. I'm going to take this batch over here that I'm breeding just for flavor, and I'm going to find another boy and another girl out of there. In this selection process, I am focused once again on structure, vigor, resistance to problems, but I'm focusing mainly on flavor once again. Then guess what? Once I found that perfect male and perfect female out of my F2 batch of this batch of seeds, out of batch A, I don't remember which side was batch A and which side was which B, batch B, but we're just going to act like this is flavor batch over here. We've got our F2s. We're going to make F3. We're going to find a beautiful flavored plant again, and we're going to make F4. We're going to go all the way to F5 or F6. I want to go until these plants come out. Every time I grow them, they are stable. Stabil stability means that all of the plants are uniform, uniformity among phenotypes. We're not going to find a bunch of different phenotypes uh, in the in the population, not going to be any differences. They're going to look like we put a bunch of clones out there. That's how far I'm going to breed it. If I do my selection properly, F5 should get me there. F6 will really lock it in. So what are we going to do with these other plants that were focused on the potency side? Same thing. I've got my F1 seeds. I'm going to find a boy and a girl, cross those, make F2s, find a boy and a girl that are highly potent, cross those. I keep going up like this, like, a, like there's a chart in front of me, but there is in my head. So I'm going to do that to both lines. This is what I'm calling parallel lines. It's the same genetics. It's the same cross. It's the same genotype, but I'm choosing different phenotypes with different goals in mind for my breeding. Once again, I'm just breeding for potency, just breeding for flavor in two separate projects. I've got to use uh, the same batch of seeds over here to make this work and the same, the, the batch of seeds over here that is allotted for this project over here. The potency seeds have to stay in the potency rain. The flavor seeds have to stay in the flavor rain and run right up that side of the chart. So we're going to F, F2, F3, F4, F5, F6, both of them right up each side. Then once we get to that F5, F6 level and we feel like we've got exactly what we're looking for from our phenotypes, we're going to find a beautifully, perfectly structured, pathogen-resistant, bug-resistant, not problematic plant that is ideal for our grow room that has got the most amazing fucking flavor you could ever find. Whatever flavor you think of when you close your eyes and you inhale that imaginary joint or imaginary dab or imaginary bong rip and you go... Whatever flavor that is that hits your tongue, this plant tastes just like that times five. It's almost overwhelming, almost overpowering because we've bred it just focusing on that delicious terpene content. Then we're going to find one over here on the other side, on the potency side. Then when you open the bag, you don't even have to light it. You don't even have to put fire on it. You just go, oh, shit, I'm too high to drive. Somebody else has to drive the car. That's how high I want you to get from that weed. We're going to find a phenotype that is perfect. You got to trust. Now, which one, which one do we choose for the male? I would say choose the potency side for the male. That would be my idea. But now what we're going to do, 
we're going to cross these together. We're going to take our F6s from each side or F5 from each side and pick your potency male and your flavorful female and cross them. Let's breed those together now, my friends. We have made a true F1 cross. We've taken uh, these uh, parents that were Golden Goat and Daybreaker, and we made the polyhybrid version uh, part one. And then we selected version A and version B, and we bred them to F2, F3, F4, 5, 6. Then we found our crown jewels out of those. We bred those together, and we made fucking Super Arise, the true F1. Um, that would be a baddie. Uh, that's like a lifelong, lifelong project for a lot of people. Don't think that that's something you should get done in just a few years. If you rush it, you fuck that project up. And if you ever have to go backwards, uh, if one of your selections wasn't what you thought it should be, if you liked the filial generation before, never be afraid to go back and crack more seeds from that generation before. Find the phenotype out of there. You know when you mess up. You, you'll you see it. it. It may be two generations back, but you'll know which generation. Once you're breeding uh, filial generations and you see a problem pop up, you'll go, oh, yeah, that was in two generations back and I was too stubborn to get rid of that. I should have tossed that plant. I picked that plant because it did that other thing that I liked and I accepted the crazy thing uh, just because it had that other cool trait. So get rid of that. Um, don't be afraid to go backwards. Uh, always keep seed stock from every filial generation. If you're making F2s, F3s, F4s, you should have F1, 2, 3, and 4 seed stock just on reserve. Uh, like I said, just in case you did not make the appropriate, the correct selection every time. Maybe later on you want to take that uh, F6 or F5 and back cross it to an F2 or something. You'll Once you start doing this, you'll see why breeding becomes so, uh, I guess, addicting is the word. And then you'll see how it also becomes very uh, predictive. We can kind of, once you do it a lot, you can almost anticipate what's going to come out. If you learn the plants, if you understand what's happening, um, you have to breed with the plants a couple of times to see how much of that male goes into the mix and how much of that female goes into the mix. And then you'll see that different males and females interact differently. But the only way to do that really is to breed some plants. So, um, man, I guess that is my quick wrap up. I hope I covered that correctly and appropriately. Um, I am going to get roasted on something I said there. And honestly, I look forward to it because that is how I learn. My audience uh, holds me to a high standard and I do appreciate that. So don't be shy. Let me know what I messed up. The email address is growfromyourheartathotmail.com. Send me your corrections, corrections, comments, concerns, constructive criticism, criticism, that also, uh, but send me your constructive criticism. Please be polite about it. Uh, that, I don't have any notes in front of me. I'll show you, I'll tell you what my notes have. They have the letters P and then a graph that goes like this and it says poly slash F1 and then A, B and then F1 all the way down to F6 is what I wrote and then a circle. F1. I'm not going to show you my chicken scratches of notes because that's my brain and it's embarrassing, but that's how many notes I've got. So I hope I got that correct. You guys, um, I've got faith in myself. I think that came out right. But again, um, I am not afraid to be corrected and educated. That's what we're all here for. Um, ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers, um, all of you beautiful cannabis enthusiasts out there, truly, thank you for listening to another Grow From Your Heart podcast. I feel like I was going super fast in this episode. I'll take a couple of more dabs before I record the next one. I smoked some lemon wreath from Green Dot. They don't pay me to advertise, but that's what got me talking 7,000 miles an hour. Big shout out to our friends at Green Dot Labs. Nothing but love. Also, nothing but love for our friends at Superior Seeds. Check them out. They did get a restock recently. Superior 
Seeds. I think it's superiorseeds.com. I just wrote down Superior Seeds. Check them out. They are on my website, iregenetics.com. There's a link, a list of vendors. You'll find Superior Seeds there. Big up to our friends at Superior Seed Company. Support them. Help them out. All right. Also, patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. I think that is all my stoned rambling ass brought for you for this episode. Thanks again for hanging out for a short episode. I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to give a big shout out to my buddy, Kurt Z. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me.